0: What is an inverted yield curve? Today, we're gonna be talking about that on the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com. Hey, welcome back to the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast, I'm your host, Christopher Yule, and today we're gonna be talking about what is an inverted yield curve. Now, this is gonna be a short one today. I started a video, I didn't like where it was going, so I scrapped the video. So I'm just doing a podcast episode on this. Tomorrow, or maybe over the next few days, I'm gonna make a bigger, longer, better video explaining a yield curve and explaining a yield curve inversion. But this is in the news lately, so I wanted to make an episode for all the podcast listeners and just explain what it is real quick. Now, you need a broker that understands options trading in order to make trades like I make. Tastyworks is a broker platform that I use and I recommend. The platform's easy to use and their pricing is unbeatable. And with their commissions, trades like this would only cost $1 per leg total. Now, if you sign up for a new account with Tastyworks and use the code 10MINUTE, that's one zero M I'll give you over $150 in exclusive 10-minute trader bonuses from 10minutestocktrader.com. Remember to use the code 10MINUTE10MINUTE when signing up for your new Tastyworks account today. So, the yield curve essentially points on the U.S. Treasury curve. And you can equate it to if you, as a person, were to go into your bank and buy a CD, what would they pay you for those CDs? You've got six months, 12 month, two year, three year, five year, seven year, 10 year, 20 year, 30 year. And you, as a person walking into the bank, would expect that the six month a CD would have not such a grave rate as a two-year CD. You would expect the two-year CD to be higher because you, as a person, are locking up your money for a longer duration of time. And that's what happens when there is not a marketplace for these. A marketplace meaning people can't buy and sell your CDs. Now, on the flip side of that, the bond marketplace is, is big and in demand and one of the most liquid marketplaces that there is. And because of that, there are people that buy and sell bonds, okay? So if you were to buy a bond, you are going to pay a price, and let's just call it $100, for example. You may be buying a bond for $100, and then maybe in the future, you wanna sell the bond for $105. But in the meantime, you get to keep the interest that you've earned on that bond. So that's why it's a two-tiered system here. And not only do you get to keep the interest, but when the price of the bond goes up, okay, Here's something special about bonds, they are inversely correlated. So when the price of the bond goes up, the yield of the bond goes down. And that's supply and demand there because people are not as interested in the, in the let me, let me rephrase that. When people are very interested in a bond, it drives the price up, so they don't have to pay as much on the bond to be interested in taking it for the yield. Uh, let me try and. This has been the hardest part for me personally whenever I've uh, traded bonds and learned about bonds and talked about bonds and such is the, the, uh, the, inver- the inverse correlation between price and yield. So if, if I had a $100 bond today and it paid 2%, maybe in the future I could sell it for 105 so I would make my money on the bond price, but the yield of that may have gone from 2% down to 1.80% but the person who is looking to buy that from me is totally cool with getting 180 because they are happy with the price of it being 105. So with all that being said, the price and yield are inversely correlated. And like I mentioned earlier, we're gonna be going into more detail on that in the future. Uh, this is more of just explaining what's going on in the marketplace today. Currently, the two year and three year and two year and five year points are all flirting with inverting with each other. They either are or aren't depending on the time that you look at them now uh inverted yield curves uh, historically have been a big deal in the last nine recessions like nine recessions over the last hundred years or whatever um they have been a leading economic indicator of a recession so don't get don't get too scared just yet so that typically what they're talking about is a two-year which is a short term and a 10-year which is a long term those going inverted let me back up one second what is inverted That's when the shorter-term yields are higher than the longer-term yields. So the two-year would have a, for example, uh, a rate of 3%, while the 10-year may have a rate of 2.9%. And that's because investors are loading up in the long-term bonds, but they're selling off all the short-term bonds because they're not in demand. The ones that are in demand are the long-term bonds because they uh, they have the potential to grow in the future, whereas the short-term demand um short-term treasury yields are rising and that's because nobody's wanting to get into those so they're having to pump up the price of the yield so that people will get into those and the prices are being pumped up which is kind of led by the fed not getting any politics involved in this but the federal reserve raising rates causes these short-term rates to go up that's just a fact so an inverted yield curve what is it it's when the shorter term rates are higher than the longer-term rates, with the two-year being slightly higher than the three-year, and the two-year being slightly higher than the five-year. That's the inversion that we're talking about right now. The inversion that has historically led to um, problems with the economy overall is the two-year and ten-year. So that's the one that, if you are going to look at this, if you are worried about it, that's the one you need to keep your eye on. Not so much the two-to-three and two-to-five. Uh, I mean they they are slightly inverted depending on the time you look at them but overall uh, they don't have that great of an impact on the economy and don't let anyone tell you that the slight inversion of the yield curve that we saw is causing you know um, 800 point sell-offs in the dow that's just not true these do not drive each other they may be a factor there may be some confluence of things going on but one does not drive the other so don't 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 take that interpretation Anyway, uh, this will be expanded upon in a bigger, better episode on the yield curve, Uh, but I wanted to get that out there today so you guys, the podcast listeners, could learn what an inverted yield curve is, and in the near future, we're we're going to be talking about uh, more on that subject. So, Thank you so much for coming to today's How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. I've been your host, Christopher Ewell. I sincerely hope that you learned something, and please make sure to share it with all of your friends and let them know how I can improve your life as best I can. And uh, thanks for stopping by. Our mission statement at 10 is to empower others to employ the strategic advantages of options trading and to provide confidence that they can profit in any market scenario. Please be sure to give me a like and a comment below and tell me how you can use this in your own portfolio. I have so much more content just like this over at 10 There you'll find all the bullish, bearish, and neutral strategies I trade as well as everything I've traded in my portfolio over the last year. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me. It really does mean the absolute world to me that I've become a part of your day. And like I always like to say, I've been your host, Christopher Ewell, and thanks for stopping by. Now that wraps up today's How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. I've been your host, Christopher Yule, and thanks for stopping by. 10 minutesdoctor.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be trading or investment advice or a recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, Transaction or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities can involve high risk and the potential for total loss of any funds invested. 10 and Christopher Ewell, through its content, financial programming or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. Investment information provided may not be suitable for all investors and is provided without respect to the individual investors' and audience's financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. 10 and Christopher Ewell are not in the business of transaction security trades, nor does it direct client commodity accounts or give commodity trading advice tailored to any particular client's situation or investment objectives. 10 Trade.com and Chris View are not licensed financial advisors, registered investment advisors, or registered broker-dealer. Stocks, options, futures, futures options, and any instruments not included here involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. You alone are responsible for making your investment trading decisions and for evaluating the merits and risk associated with the use of any financial security and brokerage platform. For more information, please visit 10 legal. And thanks for stopping by.